Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup is like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer answer and polls are the best way to get them talking you can attach that to your your podcast there and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans and uh <clears throat> with spotify for podcasters you can earn money in a variety of ways including ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch and that's uh that that is true um, <laughs> supposed to do a testimonial here, um, but anyways, this is the the podcast I use or the podcast uh host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh they're very good on just letting you do your thing uh with uh with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcasts on Spotify and, and this is uh this is a great way to get started if you if you've ever thought about starting a podcast this is where I would send anybody to go um <clears throat> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app or you can go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started and yeah if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. podcast for the working cowboy um so <clears throat> just uh we'll make a make a circle around but josiah you're up in uh you're up in montana is that correct 
Central Washington, actually. Oh, okay, Washington. Um, Washington State. Is that is that where you're from originally? Uh, actually, I originated from Indiana. Actually, no shit. Yeah, used to grew up in grew up in Indiana. Uh, came out here when I was about 15 with my family, and been here ever since. Oh, nice. Um, my my family lives down on the river, uh, about 40 miles away from where I'm at now, and I live up kind of up on the High Plains country. Okay. Okay. Um, in, um, uh, not that I know of, uh, of anything about Indiana, but like where, whereabouts, uh, did you grow uh, up there? Fort Wayne's one of the bigger towns there. Okay. That's, that's like up. Chicago area, right? Yeah. Uh, kind of just below Chicago. Um, I grew up about 20 miles south of Fort Wayne, a little town called Decatur. Mm. Okay. Yep. And that's, uh, so that, that's like, uh, I mean, basically all of Indiana is just farm country, ain't it? Yep. Uh, corn, corn, <clears throat> soybeans, that's about all there is mm-hmm. there. Maybe, maybe some figs and maybe a few dairy operations. Yeah. That, yeah. So, I mean, like Iowa, Indiana, uh, Illinois, all those, all those states right there. That's just, yep. that's probably yes. like the best farm country on, on planet earth, but yeah. So flying, you can watch a dog run away for three days. Yeah, yeah. Well, believe it or not, you guys probably got more hills than than uh, I had in southeast Colorado. But uh, no, Nolan knows what we're talking about. We got Nolan uh, over here as well. You're down. Uh, you're down by Stratford. Yep, Stratford, and work in Cimarron County, Oklahoma. So okay, it's we got a couple of hills in Cimarron County, and then the rest of it is flat as shit. <laughs> uh. Uh, I, I don't want to, we probably don't need to bring any employers onto this, but I like there, you, you work for one of two companies down there. Basically, if you're in, if you're in Oklahoma, I work for the other company that from what you used to work for. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, uh, that, that's just a, just a general statement from me, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's good country. I, I, I kind of miss it every now and then, but Every time the wind blows over here, I remember why uh, I I don't miss <laughs> that part of the world you, all that much. You mean like Monday and two? Uh, no, Tuesday and Wednesday here it was forty five miles an hour sustained and like you couldn't see shit because all the dust because all the farmers mm-hmm. have broken everything up now. <laughs> yeah, it took them. Yeah. They shut down the highway between Cactus and uh, Stratford here, and it took a people an hour to get home from Cactus. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, then that's like a what is that ten miles or so, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's ten miles on uh, Highway two eighty seven. So like, that's a six minute drive if you're if uh, if driving like a Texan. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, are are you from that area, or or do you where did you whereabouts you grow up? So I am the typical nomad. Um, my family was in the military. So I was born in Spain, came back to Abilene, lived in East Texas for a while. Then I've been in college station for the past 10 years. And now my parents live on the coast and they're like, why the hell would you move up there? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And they've been making fun of me as they sit on the porch and drink beer and it's 80 degrees there. And it's 45 mile an hour winds and 50 degrees and mm. started out like 28 in the morning. They're like, Oh, well it's nice here. (laughs) Yeah. That's uh. 
That's a big, big change from College Station to to Stratford. That's a <laughs> you're uh, and if you're used to that, I mean, because it's I imagine it's it's humid as shit down there. Like, I've never really spent much yeah. time down that part of Texas, but I would imagine it's uh straight up humid. We uh, I used to joke that waterboarding was not a form of cruel and unusual punishment. It was just a day <laughs> in College Station, South Texas area. Oh, I. Man, I can't handle the the humidity. Like I, I'm not a, I'm not too big of a, a bitch when it comes to uh, to the weather. Like I I like to bitch about it, but when I, when it comes to it, like I'll get out get out in cold, hot, and windy. I mean, fucking wind. I I, I don't like it, but like I, I know how to deal with wind. Uh, but humidity, that's just something I've never had to deal with. I've never lived in a in a a wet part of the world. And uh, I, I don't know how to hang <laughs> when it comes to humidity. I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm a bitch. I, I don't care. Uh, it's, it's so damn hot and sweaty and muggy and sticky. And I, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. You get out of the shower and you're just like, are already soaking wet from sweat. You're like, I don't even know if I need to dry off or just get back in the shower when you live down mm-hmm. there. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. Yeah. Indiana was like that. Now moving out here. West kind of gets a little drier out here, and I'm a big fan of the dry heat. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I bet I bet uh, somebody that moves from you know from wet country to the place like this, like their their skin's just got to be scaly for a while because uh, it just sucks the moisture right out of you. Like it gets it, it's I you know I, I think our average rainfall uh, down in down on the high plains that is about our county in particular i think it was 11 to 13 inches is, an, is considered average year and then out here it's like seven to nine inches is an average year so it's uh yeah and i've i've just never lived in in any place that was wet it's just dry and i can't imagine what it would be like coming from a real wet country to, to dry like i bet like i i just i, I bet I bet you get real scaly. Just winter <laughs> time, your hands just fall apart. Is what I had trouble with this year. I don't know. Just you may have the same thing. Oh yeah, a little bit. I I kind of have, have relatively moist hands, so I don't have that issue. But <laughs> you've got moist hands. Moist okay, hands. I was that... say, is it because of uh, the weather or your woman back there? <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Oh, <laughs> hey, Dalton, where whereabouts are you from, amigo? The middle of Mormonville, fucking Utah. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, hell no, hell no. <laughs> he, he's uh, complaining about stepping out of the shower and wondering if he needs to get back in. I step out of the shower for two minutes and I'm already dry. I don't even need a towel. And he stepped outside of the shower for five minutes and. uh like how many wives do you encounter at that point? Dude, they're the amount of polygamists that are over here is fucking wild. No shit. Oh, yeah. Like are, are we gonna <sighs> yes? <laughs> yes. I am so glad you responded to to that to that post. Yes. Dude, I go to uh, Walmart and on any given day you'll walk into like twenty or thirty polygamists. It's crazy. Nice. Are no are they all one family? Yeah. It, it's literally one <laughs> husband, right? So I, I'm in Ephraim. It's like literally smack dab central Utah. 
And so there's one husband and I think he owns like 25 different houses and he's got like 50 wives. We need wow. to that. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you this talking about? This man sounds like a maniac. 20 one woman is hard house. to deal with. Oh yeah, no, I don't want the wives, but like 20 houses, like that's even in in rural ass Utah, that's some pretty serious cash. Like like well, you that's like you're you're a pretty wealthy man with that many properties. And and this dude's smart, right? So every single one of those women goes to work and like once the kids turn of age, they do too. Their checks go straight to his bank. He doesn't pay taxes on property or housing because uh when the polygamists build their houses, they leave one side of their house unfinished. So it's just not shit on the side. No shit. But how do you know so much about this guy is what I want to know? He is Utah for the county. (laughs) (laughs) He's been training. He's trying to figure out how to get in line to be the next one. He might be my father. I don't know because I haven't seen that guy in like 10 years, but. (laughs) Freaking Utah. Uh, I thought you might be one of the 50 or something. (laughs) Shit, maybe. So 50 wives and let's, and, and we know those Mormons like to have kids. So let's, let's be generous. And we say that all 50 have two kids. Like my, my dad has 20 something grandkids. Can you imagine trying to count all your grandkids when you've got 50 wives and a hundred kids? You look at my yearbook and there is just a straight like four pages of the last name Smith. <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding. Then, then How many book, Josephs are, are there? I want to <laughs> say there was at least six or seven just in my grade. Good God. And they're all they're all Joseph Smith. So like and yeah. <laughs> a bunch of Brigham Youngs. Uh there there was one named Porter Rockwell. So I mean he was kind of a badass rebellious kid, but I can imagine Porter Rockwell was uh he was that, a pimp. That was a that was a bad motherfucker. If there's if I could choose between fucking Josie Wells, John Wayne, or Porter Rockwell to get slapped like Chris Rock, yeah, I would honestly choose John Wayne out of all three. <laughs> oh yeah, John Wayne would would hurt the least. Um, like you don't want to get slapped by Porter Rockwell because you might also get castrated. Oh yeah, no, he, he ain't like, just gonna smack you. He'll hit you with the butt of his gun. Yeah, um, but there's also uh, Bert Kuntz uh, posted a while back. I need to go see if I can find that quote. But that, and this is coming from like Mormon, you know, historical documents, and and we all know like they they kept they keep impeccable records. Like they oh fuck yeah, and uh, but there was there was like some party in Salt Lake City at, uh, at Brigham Young's place and um, Porter Rockwell was like dancing around with his dick out like his pants were still <laughs> on but his dick was out and I was like ah, well, where, where are those Mormons like I, I want to party with those Mormons uh, I don't want to I don't want to see the dick out but like to get to that point you know it was a good party oh yeah well I'm like see that's the thing there's a big difference between like Utah Mormons and Mormons anywhere else Cause like I I moved out to Idaho just over in Preston, uh, and like literally five miles over the border, and the whole atmosphere changed. 
Everyone yeah. down here is just some prissy, yo, I'm better than you. You're a piece of shit because you drink and got tattoos. And then you cross the border and it's totally different. Huh. That's wild. Freaking, freaking Mormons. Uh, so did you grow up Mormon or? Uh, yeah, I, I stayed in the Mormon church till I was like, uh, I want to say 13, 14. And I started getting into, uh, you know, reading facts. And so I left. Hmm. Well, um, more, more power to you. I, uh, I can't, can't fault you one way or the other. So, uh, yeah. Um, that's, uh, the Mormons are fascinating though. Like they're the, the ones that I've met are really good people, but I have not met like, like straight up Utah, like founding member family type Mormons. I've never, I've never been around any of those, but but the Mormons I've I've ever dealt with are, have always been really good people. Little little different, but just good people. And uh, and then just like doing research on them, like they're resilient, resourceful. I mean, like if anybody's gonna survive a nuclear war, it's gonna be the fucking Mormons. <laughs> they they ain't well, going anywhere. And, and like I said, it's it's the Mormons in Utah that you really got to worry about. They'll judge you over anything. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I guess you could say we're resilient. Like every, uh, every three years you got like a ward, um, Um, that ward will send out their young men and women. Like I think it's ages 12 through 18 on this thing called Trek. You can uh pull a fucking hand cart, like 30 miles over four days just to (laughs) relive what your ancestors lived through. Yeah. It's some hard ass shit. We had a, I don't know if you guys know very much about the geography of Utah, but we've got Utah Lake. Mm. Um, we had to pull handcarts through that water, and it was only like knee deep. But holy shit, why didn't they get mules? That's all I'm asking. <laughs> well, wouldn't the I, I forget how much the the handcart weighed, but they they loaded like about 500 pounds on that thing. Yeah, so well, all we had was our bedrolls and our tents, and it, it was still a pain in the ass. And like I was reading up on my, some of my ancestors, uh, one of my grand, like my great 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 grandma, uh, she stuck a big ass like trunk that came over on the Mayflower in the back of that handcart, and that's the only thing they had in there. And that's because it weighed like six hundred pounds alone. Jeez, that's crazy. Uh, you know, where's some crazy out here? Um, Lydia, what's your story? Um, uh, what's my story? I grew up in Minnesota, small town, um, surrounded by corn, uh, homeschooled most of my life. Uh, are, are you, are you one of those weird homeschoolers or are you like the super smart homeschooler? I'm, uh, I would say that I'm neither because I socialize, but I, I can't do math for shit. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, there, I, everybody used to, uh, like all the homeschoolers I thought were just weird growing up because the ones I knew were fucking weird. Like they weren't Mormon, but they, they would have fit, they would have fit in pretty well down at Colorado city or uh yeah colorado city down there on the arizona line um like uh little little inbred little uh just fucking weird um but now now i'm homeschooling i was like we're we're not gonna be that we're not gonna be that but 
Uh, but also I don't, I'd, I'd rather not have my kids be s- just taught about n- a 900 genders by some green and purple haired whale that, uh, <laughs> what a, yeah. what a, what a world we right. live in. What a world we live in. Well, and see, and you don't even have to teach them to be good at math anymore. Cause you know, math is racist. Up in the air like, if, yeah. if you, if you are good at math, you're basically Hitler. So, um, yeah. Thank God. I'm gonna tell my boss that next time because I'm homeschooled and I also suck at math. So I'm just gonna tell my boss, you know, that's why I'm not so great at math. And it's, it's <laughs> See, I would I would be using this the uh, the born in Spain. Like I at every every chance I I would just drop that just like, hey man, fuck me, right? I was born in Spain. <laughs> uh so do you got dual citizenship? I did because I was born um, during the Gulf War and like I was actually born in a Spanish hospital. So I got okay. dual citizenship for a while, um, but you had to like claim it at like 23 or 24. Used to they had a military requirement. Oh, and then. Yeah, fuck that. And, yeah, I was like, fuck that. Not doing y'all, not serving <laughs> for y'all. And then they got rid of that. But then like at 23, 24, you had to claim it. But mm. you had to do it in like straight Castilian Spanish. And if you didn't speak Castilian Spanish, they were like deuces. Uh, so, so, but so you, but you know Spanish? Uh, no. I no? speak about, well, but the guys I work with, they've taught me a lot, but I don't speak much Spanish really. <laughs> oh, well, I feel your pain. I'm, uh, <clears throat> I, I'm really working on like emphasizing the Mexican part here. Um, this is the, it's the last day of mustache March fellas. So like, uh, we, we don't, we don't have another real holiday till November, but, um, don't, why are you going to quit now? If you just keep going, you'll be ahead for next year. Um, my, my wife gets a little tired of it at times. Um, Plus, and, and not making you look bad. Uh, that I can't hang with that guy. <laughs> that that's uh, like, it, he sneezes and it grows another couple inches like that. That thing's he's got the best hashtag on, on TikTok too. It's like wild magnificent or big, burly, wild, magnificent stash. And I, I get, yeah, I'm, it is. It is. Meanwhile, I've been trying to grow one for fucking two years and all I've got <laughs> is like half an inch. Well, I, you, you, when you hit 18, you know, things, things ramp up a notch. It's all right. When I, when I hit puberty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, now I, I got the, I'm the Mexican Joe dirt. Cause I, I can grow a hellacious goatee and a stash, but it, like, the beard just doesn't really do much right, right in here. It's uh, it gets a little patchy. It gets, uh, it's, it's, it's not the best. But a guy can dream one, one I of these days. I shave mine every month because apparently men don't like that. Yeah, uh, it's it's frowned upon. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's really something- we just get nervous and we like feel all like inferior when somebody could grow a better beard than us. And so I know like, get- it's it's true, and and when push comes to shove, it's all aesthetics. Like, uh, you know, it, it a guy a guy could probably get past it if it, when when push comes to shove. It's. Oh. Uh, I don't know, man. Hell go over in the cafeteria at school. She, she makes me feel kind of sad about myself. Well, and now and nowadays you could just say, I didn't know it was a guy. So <laughs> like, like we, we're not allowed to ask anymore. So 
Oh, hopefully they tell if I walk in on something and it's yeah. kind of big. I'm running. That, that, that's the best part about this Leah Thomas thing is the dick is still there. And, and like, <laughs> there was a story that, uh, that I, that I, I forget where it was, who reported on it. And, and she, <laughs> he was just like walking around the locker room with his dick out <laughs> and and they just let it happen like <laughs> and and you're a bigot if you don't if you say something it's like it's imagine? it's such a gangster fucking move <laughs> it's a gangster move like he's just like what are you gonna do about it like you see the pictures that dude's like six two versus like five three women like it's flopping out their face oh and and he's like hey whatever man like uh five years from now nobody will remember any of this and i didn't have to pay for school and also uh he's probably making bank right now from all the all the left-wing activists like I don't, I don't, I don't even fault this guy at, at this point. Like he's going to be a millionaire. And like I said, in five years, nobody's going to remember it. So fuck it, man. Now he's just got to ride out the storm for a little bit. He's got to play the heel. He's got to be Col- Colby Covington right now. Just like just over the top shit talking. And, uh, and then once it blows off, he's a, he's a millionaire and uh, didn't have to do shit. And he's got, and uh, well, I guess it, maybe nobody, people might remember it because he broke records and shit. But um, yeah, either way, it's uh, I don't know. It's kind of a genius move if you're if you don't mind being a piece of shit. It's uh, it's kind of a genius move. Well, I mean, last time I heard of Michael Phelps was a long time ago. So <laughs> see, until your podcast, and, uh, yeah. It's insane. It's insane. But uh, I don't know. I, I almost respect the move because it's like it takes some serious cojones to to, to do all that. But uh, strange. What a, what a world. What a world. Yeah, I don't know what kind of world we're living in. <laughs> Fantasy land. Well, uh, so... You you said uh Josiah, you said you were your folks were kind of uh down on the river and then you're up on the high plains. So I, I, I know I know Washington's kinda similar to Oregon where you know, of course you got the coast there, so it's gonna be super wet and then like once you get over the hills it, it dries out pretty quick. But um uh, is that that's like big farm country up there on the on the plains, ain't it? Uh well I said plains. I, I wouldn't really call it plains, I guess. I live in on the south edge of a really big valley. Okay. But, uh, up here, it starts getting flatter compared, you know, down to Oregon and whatnot. Um, yeah, they live down the Columbia River is just here. I mean, I can go up on the hill behind the ranch here and I can see the Columbia River from there. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I'm two miles away from the Columbia, so I'm right up the, right at the Oregon line pretty much. I see. I see. That's uh, a... Yeah. Yeah. I've never been, I've never seen the Columbia, but I, I understand that's a, that's pretty, pretty damn big river. It is. Yeah. And it's pretty cool to be able to see when you're out riding, punching cows or whatever. Yeah. Um, now like when, when you cross that, that you don't cross that horseback, do you? No, you can't cross from your horseback. I mean, there's a couple spots where it's mile, mile across or whatnot. 
I mean, right mm. there at the dam and the Dalles, that's about 20 miles away from here. River's 300 feet deep there. I was going to say, like, I, I was, if I remembered right, it was like, uh, I mean, it, it's pretty similar to the Mississippi. I mean, it's a big fucking river. Yeah. I mean, you could cross the horseback if you wanted to, but I don't think I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, you got to have a hell of a swimmer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a. No, there is some farm ground up here. We run a, run a little bit of hay ourselves, and uh, but uh, for the most part, it's, you know, farm ground, then, you know, guys pastured out for cows and whatnot. And we got a lot of mountains around here. Uh, uh, we run we run a lot of forest allotments up here, oh, 30 miles away from my house. And that's all just all just timber country from pretty much that point up to the reservation. Yeah. Uh, now, now do you, you're, you're, you're kind of buckaroo style, aren't you? You, you, you carry a long rope and slick horn. Uh, I don't, I, uh, I, I carry a, usually a 40 or 45 foot rope. I can't, I just haven't figured out how to hold that many coals in my hand to pack 60 or whatnot. Uh, uh, I've never, never needed 60. Um, I dally on rubber personally. Um, been looking at mule hide though. I've tried mule hide out a little bit. I think I'm going to start going to mule hide. But uh, slick corn, I've kind of been thinking about slick corn too. But at the moment, I just dally on rubber. Yeah. Okay. I just, what's that now? I, I was telling him he, he's got to go to mule hide. That is the best way to do it. I, I like yeah. mule hide no, myself. Everyone, everyone up here is kind of more, uh, you know, there's a lot of good cowboys up here, but uh, most guys are, you know, more team roper oriented. So that's oh, know, okay. most everybody up here dallies on rubber. Yeah. Yeah. That makes uh, sense. Well, more. well, and like uh, where, where you got wooded country, like uh, I, I'm not sure how much, uh, how much benefit it would be to, to have a big, or you have a long rope anyways. It's uh yeah, they kind of kind of poke fun of me. There's a I know a couple guys, you know, probably two or three guys that pack forty or fifty, sixty foot ropes, but most most everybody just packs a thirty two foot head rope like mm. the rodeo. Yeah, that's kind of how it was where I grew up. Uh, like there yeah. there were some guys that tied hard, um, <clears throat> but pretty well everybody dallied on rubber. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I uh, go down, you know, uh, about sixty. There's some. There's there's better uh, cattle country down here about I don't know, 100 miles 100 miles south of me um all those guys down there you know pretty right away tree saddle and they all dally on dally on mule hide yeah uh well you utah is basically all uh buckaroo country i mean like that, that everybody i've met from utah like rides a wade uh and, and packs a long rope slick horn you're, you know, and when I say slick, I mean no, no rubber. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know many guys that that dally on latigo. Uh, most everybody's on mule hide or, or shap leather. Uh, you'll uh, and elk. I guess there's there's elks getting pretty popular, but um, I, I don't know. I I, I like rubber uh, just fine. I, I used to tie hard some, but. Uh, anymore. I just, I, I like the mule hide. I like being able to be able to run some rope with, uh, with very little effort. And then, <clears throat> yeah, you, you find, uh, once, once you get used to carrying those extra coils, uh, you find a lot of use for that, that extra line, you know, just, uh, whether oh, yeah. it be laying something down or tying, yeah, yep. it's just, uh, it, it's kind of handy, but it's, 
either way, I, I don't fault a fault a guy for however they do it. It's you get the job done, and if you can get it done without killing yourself, your horse, or your or, or your cows, you're you're doing all right. Yeah, that's exactly. You know, everyone says, you know, why you packing? I can do just as well as you can with a thirty-two foot as you can't afford it. I'm like, well, I guess you're a little handier than I am, then. Yeah, I mean, that, no, that's fine. It's yeah, yeah, yep. Whatever. So as long as the, as long as you get it done, like I said, you you don't you don't kill yourself, your 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 horse or your cows or and I guess your anybody that's working with you. As long as long as they everybody comes comes away alive, it ain't that big of a wreck, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And shit. Whereas we just ride them three hundred dollars shitters out of here. They don't like getting close to the cows. So by the time you get the cow roped, you got to tie your horse down at the same time. Otherwise, them fuckers will run away with the cow. <laughs> yeah, no I, I shit. know that's like, dude. Don't worry. <laughs> so we we got to have a long enough rope to reach the cow, and then tie our horse off, and then tie off the cow. It's it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. it's not. A lot of times you'll you'll hear hear the the tie hard guys or the the dally or the rubber dally on rubber guys say you know uh, i don't need 60 foot of rope you can just get a, a faster horse it's not so much the horse being fast it's, it's the horse come uh coming to the hip <laughs> you know it's yeah, yeah they'll get up there I and then wrote, <laughs> wrote some pretty mad stuff too and i mean i'd like to be a little farther away and then you know if you're gonna if you're gonna feed pack in 32 foot, you want to at least have a coil in your hand. And that's uh, I want to be a little farther away than that sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's uh no, it's it's just funny. I I always enjoy the the arguments that that people get into, and uh, like you never when hear you never hear a real good argument uh from somebody who says you have to do it this way or you have to do it that way. Like you never, it's it's always just like, nope, you you ain't a man if you don't tie hard, something like that, or you, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, you you can you can jerk him over uh, like a jackass, or or you can lay him down nice with the uh, with long, you know, it's just it's like those arguments, um, and that's about all they got. Uh, but anybody that uh, I don't know, like anybody that's even kind of half a hand, they they. They they don't care as long as you get it done. They'll give you shit about about one thing or another, but as long as you can you can get the job done. Nobody in that cares. case, giving shit's more or less just fashion the time of day. Oh yeah, because I mean, mm-hmm. if if you're not talking shit, what else are what else are you doing? Like you can't mm-hmm. you can't call yourself a cowboy without without talking shit to just everyone, you know, just because. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I love the whole, oh, you're just afraid of commitment argument. Well, yeah, no shit. Why do you think I've had so many girlfriends? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, I was looking at building a new pair of chaps just because, like, the tie hardened guys, they used to carry, and I was looking at some old patterns and stuff, they used to carry a small short knife right in their belt mm-hmm. because they were not as committed to this as they all claimed that they were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, uh, <laughs> they, uh, they they were pretty quick to, and also they they uh, they roped with uh with hemp ropes back in the day too so they um or or yeah that that was another thing with uh like the buckaroo types like it, anybody tying hard with uh with a riata has got a way more money than i do or way more yeah. time on their hands cuz uh you, you can't you can't tie hard with that shit that it'll break um but yeah, there, there's 
Yeah, yeah, that, it's it's uh, it's all it's all tough talk when you know, you committed or whatever. Yeah, that I know plenty of tie hard guys that are real quick to cut a rope when they need to. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's just cool uh, hearing some of those stories. I get, you'll hear some of these buckaroo guys that uh, rope rope something on a long rope in <laughs> in some brush and end up with the. Uh, with them, you know, wrapped around a tree and, uh, you know, kind of coming to come on, coming on a big wreck sometimes, but, but it's also, it's, uh, when you got that much rope, it's pretty easy to tie them to the tree if you need to, I guess. Um, that's the thing about out here is it's straight sagebrush and there'll be a tree like five miles away. That cow will always head to the damn tree. Mm -hmm. Always, always. Yeah. Or, or they'll, uh, if you, Anywhere where you don't want them to go, really. That, that's where they're oh, yeah. going to head. We had a cow like three weeks ago. She just completely jumped a ravine that my horse would have never made. And if I didn't have my damn 60-footer on me, you know, she would have dragged my horse down in there with her. But Oh. <laughs> yeah, and it's amazing. Is like she would have pulled you down, your horse would have would have died, and she would have just like shook her head and ran off and – uh and it would have been a hundred percent fine. Probably looked at me farted and then just walked off. Like, yeah, fucker, you got to walk back to the truck now. It's amazing how much, uh, how much more fragile, uh, a, a horse is than a cow. Like, you know, they'll like get a scratch right at the hairline, uh, and, and then, you know, get infected and die. <laughs> and, and a cow runs straight through a five wire barbed wire fence. And, uh, somehow, untangle herself and uh look at you, and then, you fuck, yeah and snort at you as she runs off into the distance <coughs> fucking bitches and it's it's always in the very back of the damn field and right where the gate's not at yeah um that's why some guys make fun of me too for packing fence flyers on my saddle and then them same guys, that same thing will happen. And, you know, they're like, well, let's go back to the pickup, I guess. I'm like, well, I'm going to go through and catch this thing. <laughs> uh, man, I, I, I didn't know a cowboy alive, uh, growing up that didn't carry fence pliers on his saddle. Like, I mean, that was part of, but we didn't have any of those, like those big circle outfits either. So, uh, most of the time, if uh, if a guy was cowboying in that part of the world, you uh, you cowboying also meant fixing fence, and you're 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 a general ranch hand for the most part. Like we didn't, there's not many just straight cowboy jobs where where I grew up. Nope. Uh, uh, I I was gonna ask a question, I forgot, but um, so. You were born in Spain. How many how many different high schools did you go to, Nolan? So I was homeschooled through high school. So oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, but that way so, I could go ride horses and do shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and your dad was was in the military. Yes, sir. Uh, what branch? He was in the Air Force. He loaded nukes. Oh no shit! So like. Well, at the time, he wasn't loading nukes, but some of the F-16s that went into uh, Desert Storm, mm-hmm. he loaded those before they left. No shit. Um, He's like, here, let me load some bombs, and then actually my wife's having a kid, so we got to go right now. <laughs> 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 
Well, he 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 saw more action than most of the U.S. military and and Desert Storm just by loading <laughs> loading bombs on those planes. Yes, sir. Um. So did he? Did he have to have a a security clearance for that? Yeah, he had some pretty good ones back in the day. I was gonna say. Cool. I was gonna say just uh, reading some of the stuff like. Uh, that you know on, on say area 51 like that that that's a that's a whole different type of security clearance but just uh and then like listening to some of the, like the the special operations guys you know they got to have pretty high level security clearances and and it's uh that's a pretty pretty drawn out process to and you have to re-up it like every every year or every two years something like that yeah it was quite a bit of work and like so but you got some really cool stories out of it like oh i bet different uh, planes you got to load and do stuff on that's all maybe he'll he, you think he'd, he'd come on the podcast maybe one day if i could get him to actually stand in front of a computer and talk ah, well <laughs> may, maybe i'll just have to come down and visit y'all and we'll uh we'll, we'll shoot the shit thank you that'd be fucking dope to listen to <laughs> I, I I like hearing those stories because I got that. That's what I like. I always feel there's like there's a like a real strong bond behind between uh, military and like and ranching community and in particular like the special forces guys because they're uh like yeah like you you don't quit at quitting time like you quit when when <laughs> shit's done and uh, and if you fuck up like so, somebody might die <laughs> like yeah that's. And there, and it's and it's a real, real, real deal. Uh, and is is not we we kind of joke about it a lot, and and for the most part, it feels like a a pretty safe job. But when you think about it, it's like <laughs> that shit could go haywire real quick, and uh, and like it's not it's not the safest of jobs, but uh, I don't know. There, there's and because you see some 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 crazy shit like everybody's got some really really good stories and i'm all i'm always always about the story so um what was uh what was the your favorite place you, you lived growing up man so i laughed my parents stopped in like northeast texas for like 18 years mm-hmm. and i left as soon as i got there for like I was like, this is hell on earth and I'm not going to stay in the land of 50 acre pastures and, you know, gunsels that don't know which end of the horse you ride. Mm-hmm. And so I left for South or started heading South and I was like, I don't want to be cold all the time and I'm going South and there's plenty of big country down there. And I kind of stopped in college station for about 10 years. And, you know, it's kind of neat because, because that area you can go South or North pretty quick and see some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, still small acre places but you can get to the, some of the cool places pretty quick and then honestly stratford's this area is fun just to be somewhere different yeah you learn a whole different style of everything mm. so well know, it's like a step back in time and you see <laughs> like there's just not many places this rule still no uh and yeah stratford's uh Stratford's big feedlot country. I mean, there's there's a lot of feedlots and and not a very you know not very far from each other. And uh, and if you can't if like if you're looking for for cowboy work and you can't find a job at a feedlot, you might want to reconsider <laughs> your occupation because their feedlots are always hiring. Maybe not 
you know, one specific one, but feedlot, you, you can go to, you know, Dalhart, Stratford, Texas. You can go to Dodge City, Kansas. You can go to Ulysses, Kansas. And, uh, and there's, you know, 10, 15 feedlots within in a 20 mile radius there. And one of them will be hiring. I promise you. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, and you know, these feedlots are, you know, they're not the most fun jobs where cowboy is like, you got to ride 15 feet and you got to open another gate. It seems like, yeah. but I'm kind of like you, you know, went to school and you got to pay bills and the student loans come due and you got to figure out something that makes the bills work. Yeah. And, and that, uh, that feedlot check has never bounced. So, I, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's always been, it's been pretty good to me. It's not the most glamorous job and, but it's, uh, I, I also have a chance where I can go day work and, and see some cool country and, and whatnot. But, uh, main point I, I was going back is like, that being said, like feedlots are always hiring. So like you, you get people from all over and, and cowboys like to drift and, uh, so you'll 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 see a bunch of Wade Wade saddles and I mean you'll just see any number of shit in a feedlot. Like you, you see some some kids uh, out of high school um that are handier in hell, or you'll see like a fifty two year old that just all of a sudden decide he's gonna he's gonna live out his dream and be a cowboy and he's got like uh like an abetta saddle and uh and some biker biker leggings and well, um, yeah, you get, you get a little bit of it all. Yeah. And like my yard has a lot of guys from Mexico and mm-hmm. it's very different. I mean, just some of the stuff like that we don't even think about. They, they're just, their gear is so different. Well, usually mm-hmm. it's cobbled together and like handmade and like usually not as finished as our stuff is, but it's usually pretty solid. Yeah. <laughs> like you could probably tie it to Oak tree and, oak tree and pull oak tree down with it for one of their bridles (laughs) yeah that that's for sure one one thing i've noticed about um out here in in buckaroo country is everybody has got some pretty flashy gear but just about everybody knows how to repair it or uh i mean like they're everybody's pretty handy with like hand making stuff uh, out here like it just like you don't see that in texas but or in th- in that part of the world but you also most everything's rough out and uh <clears throat> and pretty pretty plain jane like it's it's all it's all pretty utilitarian stuff <clears throat> so that like you, you don't really have to know how to repair it you can just uh like you just when 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 your uh when your latigo wears out you just make a head stall out of it you know <laughs> yeah well and that's like you were talking with boots about that and like there's a lot of guys who still like they have latigo head stalls out here it's not a big yeah. deal they might get bored one day and put some stitching on it yeah for the most just part they just them. yeah you just uh you just punch another hole and, and uh and put some water loop uh or you put some lace through it so you can you can hang a bit from it but it's uh yeah it's just I don't know. It's, it's, it's a different, different way where it's, I, I'm, I'm working on a, on a bit and I might turn it into a poem about how, uh, like you can tell the, you can tell what style of cowboy they are from like what, what their, their heritage is. So like the, <laughs> like the, the Spaniards, the buckaroos, they, they like to, Oh, and it was always like, what, what kind of alcohol they drink. So like the Spaniards drink wine <laughs> and they're, and they're fancy and proper and, and very, 
like very refined and uh like the montanans they're drinking whiskey but is it really whiskey it might be turpentine <laughs> you never know <laughs> so like they they don't give a fuck just throw throw it out there they'll ride it <laughs> <laughs> and so and i don't know i i've i've been i've been kind of working on it so it's uh uh but but it, it is it is kind of kind of funny how how all that stuff comes around because I, I still have that that like i kind of like some of the the buckaroo stuff but at the same time it's like man a 15 hollander dollar bit would be sitting in a display case. Like I would never, I'd never put that in a horse's mouth. You know, I, I, I'm a $1,500 horse is, is pretty expensive for me. You know? <laughs> I have sure battles on horses that I've ridden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like, man, I, uh, yeah. I'm, there, there's times where I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pull the, pull the plug, uh, to buy a $1,500 horse, let alone a, a $1,500 bit. And, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know where it just, I also grew up. My, my dad was, a with, was a kid coming out of the great depression. So like you, you got, you got by with what, what you, what you had. And, and, and it's not, I mean, it's not much different from, from these, these buckaroo types, what they, what they had too, but they, they took what they had and made it a little bit fancier. <laughs> you know, it just, I don't know. It's just a different, different culture, you know? Well, and like the guys that grew up here, like I show up and I've got one of my bridal bits cause I'm like a hybrid, one of the hybrid guys. I yeah. have a strip down with either five inch bills on it or taps. And mm-hmm. I've got, you know, a fully mounted silver bridal bit on it. And they're like, and full belt leggings and they're like where the hell did this kid come from yeah yeah i'm i'm kind of the same way like i i've got i've got a matt wilson bit that i that i ride and it's but it's mounted like a like a like a bridle bit but it's a it's a floating spade you know kind of grazer type bit um i still i haven't i haven't broke down and bought a set of real mels and i just i don't know I don't like uh, I don't like Romels and or rope and reins in the feedlot. There's too much shit to get hooked on. So like I I'm split reins on uh, that that'll be a hard one to break me of. I like I I've just rode split reins for so long that mm, I don't know. Uh, I like I how kinda, I like how Romels look. Get used to them. Uh, I like how a Romel looks, but I just man. I, if I was if I was outside, I might I might entertain it, but nah, not not in the feed lot. Well, that's like mine. I've got a pair that's so nice. I don't want to take them to the yard because you get manure and stuff on that rawhide, and you're gonna get just soppy manure on it at the yard, and mm-hmm. you don't want to ruin a pair of them. <laughs> no, that that shit's too expensive. I uh, I even even like my good weighted reins. I I I hate when I try to. Like I'll try to switch them out if it gets if it gets sloppy because a, a good set of reins is hard to replace. Like when you get them to uh, it doesn't I, it doesn't matter if it's Romels or or split reins or whatever. Like if they if they lay right and they they feel good, like th- that's hard to replace. Absolutely. <laughs> and right now it's getting even harder because the hides that like you make good weighted reins out of. Good luck finding one. Hey, it it has nothing to do with inflation and Joe Biden's policies. It is a hundred percent Russia. We should ban all Russian cowboys. 
today. Um, well, there there yeah. used to be a bunch of Americans going over to Russia to to help them start ranches. I, I think they're probably. I wouldn't be surprised if there still is because that's that's how we work. Like we're at war, kinda with Russia, but we're still doing business with them. Like uh, NATO is closer to war with Russia than we are, but yet they're still buying oil from Russia. <laughs> like, are, are we at war or are we not? Like, like can we just like decide one way or the other? No, it's more fun if we just kind of keep everybody guessing. <laughs> right, like we're just... I mean, nobody's wrong, nobody's it, right. It just, it's just it's one just giant circle jerk cock tease. That's, that's all it is. We've been guessing ever since COVID came out. We might as well just keep the ball rolling. I know. I just like... I'm just going to start... Just keep making up theories. Like, we got science squash. That's a good one to roll with. That, that, can, that plays everywhere. Uh, like, you can always attribute something back to the science squash. And, uh... Yeah, I mean, just just make it up as you go. If if that all we're hearing right now is propaganda from all sides, it's just nothing but propaganda. So we might as well make up our own. Maybe Science Squatch is actually at war with Russia, and we're just kind of silently backing him. We can't actually step up and help him out. Well, I'm I'm also under the impression that Vladimir Putin might also be like a double agent Science Squatch. So I mean. The possibilities are endless. I mean, if we're starting shit, we might as well come out with a robo horse, you know, kind of like robo chicken where that some bitch is just going around the U.S. eating kids. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. And I'd also like if, you know, at least the, the Brits were honest about being being a, a colonial empire. Like they <laughs> they didn't try to, to hide behind, you know, spreading democracy or whatever the fuck we 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 call it nowadays like they're just like no this is our territory now we won we'll let you live here but we're gonna take your shit Uh, can we do that at least like if we're gonna start all these wars can we at least keep the shit (laughs) like and and like use it use it to help us if not just like let it be like one way or the other i'm not i'm not for empire but if we're gonna be an empire let's Let's keep all the shit that we take or that, that you know, that they have. Like, if, if we're going to start a war, let's do it right and let's go conquer. Otherwise, let's stay here. Like, let's just, and, Ukrainian and farmers have got it right. They fucking pull them tanks back to their farms with their tractors. I mean, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder how many of those videos were real. <laughs> like, it's honestly. Uh, there, there's, uh, there's been, like I said, the, the propaganda has been fucking outstanding. I've, I've, I have kind of enjoyed it, but it's just, but it's so hard to, to figure out what the hell is actually happening. Like there, there's no straight answer. You have Russian propaganda, you have Ukrainian propaganda, and you have our propaganda, and there, everybody is working at warp speed. Well, there was a video I saw on Twitter the other day. Uh, it was some dude dressed up with like a damn dog collar on. His hair was all sorts of different colors. And he was crying about how his uh, nephew couldn't play on the girls' basketball team because he had a dick. And I, I, <laughs> I swore to God it was real until I went to the comments. Apparently, this dude just goes around town halls in Texas and just starts bitching like that. And he's a parody account. But I mean, with all the shit that's been going on. Let, you, let's you give that tell. guy a round of applause because that that is that's amazing um apparently the dude's a man too 
<laughs> he just he just goes around fucking dyeing his hair all crazy colors and bitching at town halls and can't tell yeah. the difference between him and someone else. Oh man, it's it's awesome. There was uh there was a, a Twitter account um that that was the same thing. It was just it was just some guy posting like over the top left wing ranting and he was just doing it as a joke. And uh he had uh, over a million followers at one point and most of most of the comments were like hardcore right wing conservatives just like screeching at him and he's like <laughs> This is all parody. It's all parody, and and it was like three years before somebody finally figured out who he was. But it was, uh, it's entertaining. I I like seeing stuff like that, and like you'll 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 see one of those like, like just over the top, super left wing, uh, and it's usually usually something to do with trans, and you're just like, all right, are you a troll? Are, are did you get me or did you get me? I don't know. And, and it's hard to tell. Like it, it's, it's not that the trolls are getting worse. It's just that the, the, the actual lunatics are getting like they're getting better <laughs> at being lunatics. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, they've had years of practice now. If you yeah. think about it, all trans people are trolls anyway. Like I've been seeing posts all over the place. Like, oh, how did you know I was trans? And it's one of them fucking goblins from like Lord of the Rings or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm sure there are some trans people out there. Uh, but I, like the like the whole non-binary thing i don't buy it i don't believe what you're saying you you're a straight person who wants to be different like you, you, and you so you say non-binary because that doesn't mean anything but you get to be you get to be interesting for once and see like i i may be young and may be able to keep up with the trends a little bit better than some of you older guys I the only things Ouch. I know of. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. The only things Ouch, I know bro. of is like the whole they them. Like I can understand, you know, like says saying he she say they them, but like that's whole new non-binary. Like I still don't know what the fuck that means. It's it's uh, gay without sucking the dicks. That's still gay. I mean, but yeah, I mean it's but it's. Yeah, it's gay, but like it's it's like the bad type of gay. Like I have no problem with actual gay people. No, but like that, like that's gay. That's stupid. That's 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 really really dumb. You're not just dumb gay, gay. You're also retarded. Exactly. Yeah, retarded. Gay. Yeah, but not like actual handicapped retarded. No, like you're just that's you're gay. Those guys are cool. <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding yeah. me? I've got a cousin. He's he's like actually retarded. And I mean, if I was really to put him to work, I swear to God, I could put him to work lifting half ton bells off the trailer Re- by himself. Retard strength, yes. It, it's crazy. that's that's a thing. It's it's a real thing, and it, it used to be like a badge of honor. Like well, and it, is that it, that like, guy's brain doesn't work, but God damn it, can he lift some <laughs> shit? <laughs> you know, uh, like our entire region around here are the like Scandinavian, uh, Norwegian type people. Mm-hmm. So we've got a festival every year where we do like the whole heavy lifting shit. There's a kid. And you, you people are good at that. Oh, I said, I said, you people. 
uh, <laughs> I mean, this kid, I mean, he's like 15 years old, straight retard, and he's picking up 700, 800 pound concrete balls off the ground and throwing them up on top of a 50 gallon drum. And grown ass men are having a hard time doing that. And they look like they've been on roids for the last 15 years. Yeah. Like there's, there's something to it. There's like the old man strength and, and retard strength. That's a real thing. And like I said, it used to be like back when people weren't all that friendly, uh, when, you know, like back when they owned other people, retard strength was, I mean, it's better than, I mean, it's better than being considered a slave. They're like, Hey, yeah, that kid's brain doesn't work, but yeah, he, he can lift anything you want him to. Uh, so it was kind of, it was kind of a badge of honor, uh, considering the times, you know, he may not be able to wipe his ass right, but by God, can he pull a carriage? Yeah. Um, it's weird what you can. I just just want to call out your beer fridge there. That was so unfair. You just like stood up, reached over there and grabbed your beer and sat back down and you're just like, I'm still talking. No big deal. (laughs) It's, uh, you guys have beer. It's uh I've been setting up my studio for for almost two years now, so I, I'm it's slowly getting it's getting locked in. It's uh well that's not fair that he he she's he's got his own beer getter. That's not even cool. Like she, I, that should be reversed or something. Washing machine. <laughs> I, I don't wanna hear it. I still gotta go find a crackhead off the street to go get mine, so <laughs> <laughs> Well, you could uh, marry a, a good Mormon gal and and steal some of her old man stuff. Here, here's the deal, though, right? So I'm I'm with this chick. She wasn't exactly Mormon, but um, let's just say Jack Mormon. Yeah, kinda. Uh, she went to church when she was younger and whatnot. But the second she met me, holy shit, she she switched. Well, good for you. Good for you, but I'm I'm switching one more minute at a time, man. There you go. I like it. Well, like you gotta, you're gonna have to pace yourself because, um, and and like aim high because then you get like, uh, you get one one of the disciples or or whatever they call them, uh, one of the elders, and then then once you get married and then you make the switch and then you you get some of that Mormon wealth with you. No fuck, dude. That's that's the thing about all the people around here. Like, there's there was the good generation, and that's like the 40, 50 year olds that are right now. And now mm-hmm. they're starting to become bishops in the church. And uh their daughters, holy shit. They they go buck wild. They are the preacher's girls for sure. Yeah, the preacher's kids always go nuts. I think that's pretty pretty universal throughout the like the the very devout Christian world. That's yeah. Well, that, that some it. some of the wildest motherfuckers I've ever met were were pre- preachers' kids. Well, you'll you'll see these kids, you know, be perfect all the way up until their dad hits the top of the chain, and then they go AWOL. That's funny. But then again, the church controls the government around here, so you get in trouble, you get a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Um so like uh they they just like decriminalized polygamy here not too long ago in utah didn't they like yeah so now they're calling it something else i can't remember the name of it cohabitation yeah something like that but no there's there's still a uh there's like an entire compound it's about the size of cedar city if you guys know where that's at yeah it's like fifty thousand people and it's just straight polygamist no shit 
Oh yeah. You, That's you wild. Within 10 miles from that town and just nothing but skirts. And I honestly thought it was an Amish community if I'm being serious. Yeah. Well, they, they, they dress similar. With the Amish. But them are some handy bastards. I've seen some Amish that honestly they could put fuck. I don't know. I, I, I was about to say boots, but nobody can really put boots in his place. They they could put JB in his place. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. They're, the Amish also make some really really good leather stuff, but they also uh they also know that it's good too, and they'll charge you this. They'll charge a shitload for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the the hats aren't bad. Um, who was it? Who was it that was asking me about the hat? Was it one of you guys? The Amish hats. I'm wearing one right now. They're not bad. They're not bad. They're they're a good work hat. I forget somebody just it was. Well, I don't. He'll he'll know who it is. Uh, he was asking me oh. about it uh, about him, and you, I, you did make make the point that you will have a blue fluoride if it rains. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, that that shit does leak through when like when it gets wet that that, that bleeds a lot and uh, but. If if I gotta choose between a rodeo king or or the the, the Amish made hat, I'll take the Amish made hat. They're the same price and uh, and I'd say roughly the same quality, but the the Amish ones are made a little bit better. Like uh, like uh, as far as felt quality, they're about the same, but the craftsmanship's a little better on the Amish. I mean, shit, I'm just wearing an Ariat and I had that shaped and then I threw mink oil on it. I've had it for three years and it still looks brand new. Nice. Uh, they don't last quite as long in a feedlot. You get a lot of, nice. you got a lot of dust built up on it more than anything. It just, and it just like packs in there. Uh, I like, I'll, I'll, I'll spray mine down with, uh, with the air, air hose like every couple of weeks. But even then it just, that, that real fine dust just gets embedded in there. And eventually it just kind of, it just eats through feedlots like hard on you shit. You just call it dust. You're like, Oh, it's dust. And it's really, you know, it just pulverized cow shit, but just like in your lungs and in your felt and everything you own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had a dry cough and, uh, like, and a stuffy nose for, 11 years now. Yeah, it's uh I got the brown lung. I don't we don't have black lung in in the feedlot. We got the brown lung. But hey, feeding America one beef at a time. God damn it. That was a lot cooler when you say it like that. I know. I, I want to get uh I want to have a I wish Sam Elliott was on Cameo. I would spend a lot of money having Sam Elliott say some shit. Ah, you know, fuck. We could make this uh, free-range Holstein thing and Gilbert Godfrey wouldn't even know that he's narrating it. He's on Cameo. God, I just, I need to get me a herd of Holsteins now. That's all I need. I don't even need the permit. I, I just, I just, I'll go turn them out and, and film it. Oh, you need a fucking permit to run Holsteins? Well, I was gonna buy a big grazing permit. Oh, and uh, and and turn out Holsteins, uh, like uh, somewhere up in Elko County is where I'm thinking. 
And then I was going to film it and have Gilbert Goffrey be the narr- narrator, but he's on he's on Cameo and he actually he promotes that all the time. So I could probably get him to narrate it for pretty cheap if I just send him clips on Cameo or just just send him the script on on Cameo and then this might this might happen fellas this might well, happen what you need is just one of those dairies that's going out of business just scoop them up throw them out there and then when you get ready to you know be done with them you just let them go and then the government will come shoot them out of the helicopter now well see what i could do is uh because we take a load of, of heifers to the sale every week and then there are ones that just don't breed up and like i don't want to breed them i just want to turn them out I just want to like I want to prove my point that they will chase off all the predators from the area because like as soon as they spot them they're gonna go and run over there to them to see and try to lick them to death and it'll it'll chase every lion out of the country. But if I can have Gilbert Godfrey uh, narrate it and if I can just pay him you know fifty bucks at a time over cameo like I might save a lot of money and trick him into doing. Damn it, fellas! I think we solved problems here today. How, how about I like said it. it? How about just like Gilbert? We go with Morgan Freeman. Uh, I don't think he's on cameo. I know, uh, but I bet we could we could probably hire a, a, a Morgan Freeman impersonator. Uh, but I'm, I'm just going like cost efficiency. The the less yeah. I have to pay Gilbert Godfrey, the more Holsteins I can turn out to get killed by mountain lions. I mean, if you got a lion problem, I got something for that. No, see, I don't. I don't want to take care of the lion problem because this is also killing two birds. Well, three birds with one stone. Because I can also use this footage to show w- how predators are actually a problem and sway the general public that we need to start shooting these bastards. So I, I I'm doing the world a service, and if I can get Gilbert Godfrey at like fifty bucks a pop when. I- <laughs> When I send him a paragraph, that's probably pretty cheap. I think. Okay, you're you're dead. I see this uh, entrepreneurship here, fellas. Solving solving world problems one day. That's right. Seen at a time. That's right. Now, see, I could put in for like a, a beef checkoff grant, and and then like I could have everybody that listens to the show like email the beef checkoff like hey please approve this guy for a grant because the world needs to see this and it's starting to look like more and more like this might actually be able to happen we'll have to fi- we'll have to figure out the legalities if if I just turn a bunch of Holsteins out on on public ground without a without any sort of grazing allotment but we'll 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 cross that bridge when we come to it you you get that video made, and I will get you on that Sundance Film Festival up here in Provo, and I can guarantee you'll turn heads of every liberal that's there. Yes, yes. And and Gilbert Godfrey, I'll even let him have the accept the Oscar or whatever we win, since we 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 tricked him into narrating the thing <laughs> over cameo. I'll, I'll give one of you fifty bucks. It'd be it'd be even better. 
and just like you just do like a shitty picture in picture deal like like don't even try to do really good editing on it it's just like you just paste gilbert godfrey in the corner from his cameo <laughs> fucking nolan's phone just take pictures of that like grainy ass shitty pictures of these dead cows <laughs> Oh, it would be awesome. I it, it's it's kind of like how South Park. Uh, uh, I mean that they did like they've never updated their. I mean, I guess they have updated their animation, but like their main characters have always been just really shittily drawn cartoons. Like they they've I had some. <laughs> I know, but they but they've they've had uh, some like legit animation. Uh, in their episodes, but it's never the main characters. The main characters are always just the same shitty cartoons. <laughs> and, uh, but I don't know uh, that I think that that'd be funny. It's funny as hell. That's why like, I don't try to, to Photoshop myself really well on any of my memes. I just, I just do a shitty Photoshop job because I think it looks funnier, but, uh, Oh, this last uh, one came out really good with the uh, Will Smith slap. <laughs> that yeah. that one was yeah, pretty that good. <laughs> that that one did turn out really really good. Uh, what that that whole deal? I what kind of precedent does that set for comedians? Like, uh, is anybody just allowed to go slap a comedian uh, if they get offended at a joke now? Well, like, I, I saw something the other day. It was like if Will would have done that to say fucking Gabriel Iglesias motherfucker would have got shot <laughs> right well and like I, I got I'll tip my hat to Chris Rock cause he like there was that one point where he said I could and then he just let it go and I was like can you imagine the roast that was about to come like can you imagine the, the like the personal jokes that were about to to just spew forth from Chris Rock's mouth and he held back and I was like, mm, I'll, I'll, I'll tip your hat. I'll tip my hat for that. But uh, man, I would have liked to hear it. <laughs> I would have liked to hear it. <laughs> Chris Rock is no slouch. He's one of the best, uh, best standups of all time. And who that, that could have been vicious. I, I feel like between Chris Rock and Pete Davidson, we are going to have some damn good comedy specials coming out here soon. Pete Davidson. I don't get that guy at all. I, oh, he's, I, he's a weird motherfucker. That's for sure. I, I don't understand why he's a thing at all. I, I just, I don't get him. Well, um, like some of his jokes about like the Bronx, uh, whereas he grew up in like really shitty New York and then moving out to LA. It, some of those jokes are, jokes are pretty funny, but the rest of them, they're like crackhead. Oh yeah. I was out on the street and I bummed a 20 off of the bum and got fucked in the ass. I don't know. There's huh. one joke I, where he he just he went on a giant ass rant and everyone was laughing. It's like, why in the fuck is this funny? I guess I haven't watched his stand-up. I've just watched him on Saturday Night Live and I don't I just didn't find him funny at all. Um But he he's he just like bangs all the like the big name celebrity yeah. chicks. Like he, he he was like with Ariana Grande and now he's with Kim Kardashian. That's uh, the thing. If if he that, can get with them, I've got a shot. Uh, is Kanye gonna commit suicide on Instagram at some point? 
like <laughs> that thing's starting to get depressing. I don't know if you guys have followed that, but that like it's kind of depressing. Like I don't know what that what that's all about, but uh, and Pete Davidson, like. I just I don't I don't understand the Pete Davidson thing at all. Uh, maybe maybe that's just me being the old fuck, but I don't I don't get it. I, I don't get it. I don't I don't either. I've, I've never understood any of his comedy. No, I, I say I, maybe I should watch some of his stand up, but I on on SNL I just SNL hasn't been funny for a long time. Like they they have some moments where it's it's kind of like you'll get some laughs, but as a show, hey I. I don't know, Nolan. How old are you? I'm 31. So okay, so you're yeah, you're not too much younger than me though. But like, I'm sure you can remember those like the best of SNL DVDs. Like I I remember them being a thing, but I just never like. God damn, that came on too late, and I don't have time to mess with that. Well, yeah, I never watched it live, but like in college, we we had like the best of Will Ferrell from his uh, Saturday Night Live days, you know, best of Chris Farley or whatever, and we watched those over and over because it, it was it, like it used to be really funny, <clears throat> and I'll watch clips of it now, and I was like, eh, I don't know. There's there's way funnier podcasts. Uh, like all the time and and like saturday night live comes out once a week and it's just it used to be funny and now it's, it's just kind of not it's just kind of i don't know but that's kind of kind of how i feel about pete davidson i was like i because but i only know him through the saturday night live clips and uh and then like following and you know just he's on like he's always trending on twitter and it's for like kanye and and like these these women that it, like like big name celebrity women that he's fucking. And I just like, I, I just don't get any of it. I may, I just feel like an old fuck. <laughs> I don't, I don't get any of it. Well, I mean, dude's built like a damn toothpick and he's got more tattoos on him than a goddamn light post in the middle of LA. So like I said, if he's got a chance to all them big women, by God, I hope I do. Well, Let's make you the the new Pete, Pete Davidson. Let's let's do that. I'm 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 game. Let, let let's let's take the former Mormon boy out of Utah and 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 put him in Ariana Grande. Dude, I, I get enough shit on TikTok for being a flat hatter, and I I get pretty childish on online, so I might not be a good idea. I I had to well, take wait, down if we get. Oh, well, go ahead. Got no. a setup here. If you video him as he converts from the flat hatter of Montana Mormon boy or Utah into becoming the next Pete Davidson and you get somebody on cameo to narrate him, got another whole nother Oscar right there. I mean, Hell yeah. I've, already, I've already got the shitty tattoos and the bloodshot eyes. So what's next? Let's see. This is, this is perfect because I'm uh, I'm gonna have uh, Bailey Robinson uh, on the show. I'm gonna he's gonna be on. We're gonna try it on Sunday, but he's a uh, he's a tattoo artist and he's kind of a, uh, he's guy, a bad he, motherfucker. He he is, but like he's a, he's a different type of cat. And uh, I I kind of had to convince him to to come on. Like he, he like he had no problem. Uh, visiting with me, but he was like, I don't know. He's like, I don't, I don't think you want me on. I'm, I'm kind of a depressing motherfucker. And I was like, oh, I'm going to piss somebody off. And I was like, nah, man, I, I just want to like, that sounds interesting as shit. Like I, I want to talk about it. Let's like, let's, let's figure out who Bailey Robinson is. But like, I've, he's kind of like a, 
I could see him being like a, a cowboy uh, Pete Davidson, except uh, Bailey's actually talented. So, yeah, like that, that dude's that dude can fucking draw. Like he, he's got some some badass tattoos that he's made. I thought I was cool by getting a tattoo gun and uh, I ended up realizing I'm much more of a puss than I originally thought. Did you tattoo yourself? Right. So I've got a cross right there. It's shitty as fuck. Um, I've got what was supposed to be the entire deck of cards. Yeah. Fucked up on the clover. Um, See, I've got a rubber ducky on my knee. That's an interesting one. Uh, did you do it on the kneecap yeah how did that feel mm, well i i wasn't the one that did that one uh i got that in a trailer behind a rodeo grounds while i was half hammered don't even remember nice. getting it Not, um, well half hammered gives you like double the credit because because you knew what was going on well, like, you, you I, may, like you were you were aware enough to know it was a bad decision he was like <laughs> do a tattoo on your knee and i was like you know what fuck it just do whatever you want and i thought he was gonna draw a dick or a swastika or something and I so wake up next so morning, all I you famous ass hot bitches like pay attention to this this guy is not afraid of commitment but he's gonna be committed to the right cause like in a rubber ducky tattoo on the kneecap if there's ever been a cause to be to get behind that's that's it well and i i decided i wanted to try and do my brand on my chest don't ever do a brand on something you cannot look at um it ended up backwards because i was doing it in a mirror oh yeah like you tattooed your brand or you branded your brand? I, I tattooed my brand. Okay. Because uh, as I was say, yeah, like, I was if about it, to be if, really proud. As, oh, no, well, that, know. but also I was like, <laughs> if it, you can't really backwards brand yourself with your, with a brand and iron. You can, you can do it upside down, but you can't really do it backwards. Well, I mean, if this was a fam, if this wasn't a family friendly show and it wasn't live streaming, I've got my brand on my ass. Oh, well, so, save that for the Patreon. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I mean, you might not be able to see it because I'm basically Sasquatch under all these clothes, but... Uh, and, and, and uh, yeah, you, so you didn't hair brand it. Oh, no. I, I wish. I'd look dope as fuck. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Can you imagine if you if you had enough hair to on your ass to hair brand? Like I'd hair brand myself every year just oh, just fuck, because be you know. Shit. <laughs> just it'd be a good party trick. Well, I I say I would do that. My wife would not allow that, but uh, I would try. Don't I, I would try at least once. My, my girlfriend, I, but I don't have that. I don't have that amount of uh, coverage. My girlfriend look at me, call me stupid, and say just whatever you do, don't don't end up in jail. Um. Well, just like I said, marry a Mormon chick that's high up, and you don't have to worry about that in Utah. Fuck no, dude. That their families are whack. Yeah. Well, I can imagine. Um, Speaking of hair branding, one time, uh, this is why you're not supposed to hair brand when you're drinking. We we brand brand this guy's horse one time and. Uh, he decided he wanted to do all four of his border collie dogs. <laughs> Did it work, dogs? It worked on the dogs. It looks kind of cool, but at the same time, it's like, why would you do that? How many no. of y'all got bit in this process? 
<laughs> uh, they're all. I know I got bit, but. Uh... <laughs> huh, Brandon. I like that's never never once crossed my mind until now. But that's coming uh, up I'm in the dinner conversation tonight. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm still trying to picture that in my head. Uh, branded dog. Uh, huh. All right. Well. But yeah, yeah. There's probably a reason, reason that that that's not a commonplace thing. Uh, but I honestly, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know why you wouldn't uh, outside of biting. But there's there's plenty of methods to to avoid getting bit by a dog. So I, I that's I wonder why more people don't brand their dogs. I mean, if, if you're branding, people will go wild. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, well, that's a Sorry, fact. The animal abuse people would go wild. Yeah, yeah, they would. But I mean, they they try to go wild over the uh, branding cattle stuff now. But I guess dogs <laughs> a different deal. Like you don't you don't have a pet cow. Like dog dogs are pets. Cows are stock. So yeah, I mean there there's a difference. Even even for people that don't have a problem branding anything, there's there's still a difference between a dog and a and a cow. There's a I don't know, but still, I still wonder why that that that's not a thing. Like if branding cattle and horses and do they brand goats? I don't think they do. Do they? Oh, I think they just hear tag them. I know some people brand sheep but not uh, not many but i think they used to back in the day um i don't know hmm. if anybody no, can answer that why why dogs it's were never just because they don't want to sit there and watch their dog stare at them for like three weeks while their butt's hurting and they're <laughs> staring at them just looking at you like i hate you man why'd you do that to me <laughs> exactly that's what i'm saying like because because dogs are pets even if they're even a working dog still kind of a pet you know, like they, uh, there's a there's a difference between a dog and a cow, and there's a difference b- between a dog and a horse, even, and there's a big difference between a horse and a cow. Uh, so I, I don't know. It's well, that that just gave me a really shitty idea. My aunt's got some chinchillas. Do you think that'd work? Mm, you got to yeah. go wire coat hanger on that. Yeah, yeah you, you'd have to make it small, but I mean, imagine how badass a chinchilla with a fucking brand would look. It was, you can those little steak branded irons and like yeah Ooh, I, I would say like make sure you muzzle that fucker because like there's some mean sons of bitches I and when they got those long front teeth so like I, I can just imagine that thing sticking all the way to the bone on your hand well, like, and well, uh, and that and that probably well, get infected well, and shit like I, I don't know I, I'm just saying muzzle, muzzle your chinchillas if you're gonna brand them <laughs> They'll hold them and they'll be perfectly fine. But like, if a door slams too loud or something, they will reach around and just bite whatever the fuck is out, and it hurts. Uh, I believe that. I believe that. What's the what's the the jaw strength on a on a chinchilla like? I don't know. I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> How many psi <laughs> is uh, is a chinchilla bite? <laughs> You may not have your Jamie. You can be like, "Hey, hey, look that up for me, Jamie." Yeah, that. that see, this me. this is why. Uh, by the way, uh, any of you younger fellas, if if you would like to learn how to do some audio engineering and uh, podcasting and whatnot, and also 
help grow this thing, I could use a, a, a young Jamie. Uh, like we, we, we got some people, but I, like I need, I need some people, somebody who could uh, like do some of the, the nitty gritty stuff. So I'm not up till two o'clock in the morning, putting this, putting this shit together. Uh, but if anybody is interested in that, give me a holler. <clears throat> we'll work something out. Uh, but yeah, I, I could use a, a young Jamie to, to, to look up what a, a chinchilla bite. Uh, you find six, something? Six PSI. Six PSI. Oh, that's nothing. Damn it. Oh, but them, them teeth are sharp as shit. I, I believe that, but all right. Well, maybe we're going to have to breed up these chinchillas and, and get that, get that jaw strength up, you know? We'll just have it. Well, you know what? Let's just make an army of chinchillas and set them fuckers just loose on Vladimir. Well, or we, we could read them with like kind of dog or something. Else. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Like Catahoula or Mortar Collie or Cur Dog or something. So, all we got to do is get a hold of Elon and told him, hey, hey put this whole SpaceX thing on, on hold. We're going to make a super chinchilla. <laughs> We're going to get rich doing it. Yeah, exactly. I like I don't know how we're gonna get rich. You're you're the money guy, Elon, but like you believe in this us, project. You yeah. fund us and we'll give you like five percent back. Yeah, you we'll you, train them. Yeah. you scratch our back and we won't have our chinchillas bite you. <laughs> uh, what's uh what's the internet like out in in the middle of nowhere, Utah? It uh shitty. Uh, that Starlink shit is pretty awesome. Like we we had we had pretty shitty internet here, uh, and Starlink's pretty good, and, and it's pretty it's pretty cheap. But they're still making their way through Salt Lake City and all that. There there's like maybe two or three trucks that were coming out here. Year yeah, two ago, seeing if anyone wanted it. Oh really? <clears throat> yeah, I. Yeah. I, I signed up for it like I think I was on the wait list for like a year. Uh man, no, it wasn't a year. It was like six months before it uh like they you know they, they got out to this area, but um customer service kind of sucks, but like once once it's working, it works good. And it's uh yeah, well, and it's pretty cheap. Well, I mean I'm not clear out in the middle of buttfuck nowhere like most people are out in the state. I mean, I'm still, I'm, I'm like an hour and a half from the start of Salt Lake City. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's so not you're, that bad, but it could be worse. No, it's, it's, you're not on Highway 50. Yeah. God, like fuck that, that road. <laughs> <laughs> I have only been across there once, but that's a, that's a long stretch of nothing from, uh, cause, cause, uh, Highway 50, uh, ran right through Syracuse, Kansas, where I used to live, and uh, and it goes all the way to Reno, Nevada. And so we drove, me and my wife drove from Reno to Syracuse, Kansas, all on Highway 50. And it, and it's a really pretty drive, but like you get like you get out by by Ely and then oh, Ely, geez, Nevada, and then and then all the way across uh, across Utah. I mean, there's just fucking nothing, and, and you have. Uh, you have a pass like every 20 miles, but the summits like 
3,500 feet or something like that. Like it's, it's just like a little hill, but they, they, yeah. they have to put the, yeah. they have to put that it's a pass there. And you're just like, are you sure? It's not, it's not really a pass. Maybe it was in a wagon, but, <laughs> but when you're running 65 mile an hour and, and your tachometer doesn't even move, like you got, you got the cruise set on and they're like, it doesn't even downshift to go up it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's a pass. God, yeah, no, that that is one part of Utah I absolutely hate. Fucking. Uh, do any of you guys know what the Diesel Brothers are? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to their shit lately, but uh, they set out on an adventure to go find Susan Powell's body out there in that area, and. Uh, if you guys don't know who that is, it's basically chick married a really dickhead dude. He ended up killing her. Uh, and then he ended up blowing himself and his two boys up in his house, like a couple years later. Uh, but they went out in big ass fucking 300 foot mine, middle of nowhere, perfect place to hide a body. If I'm being honest and, uh, found a bunch of bones, didn't find shit, but they were saying on there, it was like a five and a half hour drive just to get out there. And like you said, Matt, there's nothing. There, there might be a sage chicken every now and then, maybe a coyote, but other than that, there ain't shit. <clears throat> yeah, that Highway 50s is desolate. And then there's uh, I, I know I need to go go drive the UFO highway, or is it called the yeah, it's the UFO highway yeah. on, in, in Southern Nevada, and because uh, it's it's the the area right around uh, Area 51. And uh, we we drove it at night. We didn't see any UFOs, unfortunately. I was I was really hoping, um, but also I'd been up for a while, so like I, I probably could have used a little bit of meth at that point. That so was you know is one of those ones where you're just like rolling the window down and trying to keep yourself awake. Um, but there is nothing out there, and like like once you once you leave town, you like you better have a full tank because there's nothing between here and the next town. So, and that that next town's a long ways. Uh, but I'd like I'd like to drive that in the in the daytime and just see, like see see what it's like, and then and then compare that to, to the nighttime because it, it's it's pretty creepy at night. I'm used to long stretches and nothing uh, out on the plains, but that it was a little different. It was a little different, but it may be just because they called it the UFO highway. I don't know. But, um, or was it because science squatch was watching you? That could be, it could be. I had, that's why the, the hair on my neck was standing up. Well, shit, uh, you guys got a science squatch. We've got them skinwalkers. So I, I'd trade you any day. Well, <laughs> See, I, I think they might be related. Uh, wait, see, I've got this theory. I don't know if you if have you heard the science squatch theory. A little bit. Okay, so you always hear about aliens uh, abducting people, but you never hear about in, about them abducting a Bigfoot. So what if that has happened? But you know, like humans are a bunch of bitches. Like they're just gonna let they're, they're gonna let an alien probe all around there and not and not do much. Bigfoot's not gonna let take that line down. And so, what if like they fight to a truce in in the in the spaceship and uh, in uh, in exchange for the Bigfoot not ripping the alien to shreds, 
the alien gives this Bigfoot all their advanced technology. They say, hey, you can't give it to these fucking humans. They cannot be trusted. And so now you have an advanced race of Sasquatch. I mean, it's... Think it's about believable. it. Think about it. Well, and you, you see all them Sasquatch hunters. What are they thinking when they're bonking on a tree with a damn bat saying that's their mating call? Right. You're like, like <laughs> I, I'm gonna yeah, I'm is. gonna show them the, I'm gonna give them the best mating call I got. Well, what are they gonna well. do when a seven foot four hundred pound gorilla is running at them like full what? on with a boner? Oh yeah, like and like like this. I mean like that thing's probably pulsating at that point, you know? And you're just like, yeah, that, that's see, that's why I don't take those guys seriously. Or they're just really gay and into some really weird shit. And so like, they're just like, that's their, their final level is like, they got to get fucked by a squatch because they've done everything else. Uh, but no, I, those guys are idiots. Like, no, we're, we're talking, the science squash, like the Bigfoot was already elusive, but now they've got advanced alien technology. So probably cloaking mechanisms. We're not going to see a, a science squash. Come on, get that fuck out of here. It's alien technology. Jeez. Have you guys um, heard about thick Indians though? Mm-hmm. The, which ones? Thick Indians. No. Enlighten me. So we have few thousand acres up on the mountain and that's part of the reservation and uh we have a spot in there we call it a burn and that's on the wrong side of the fence but you know cow they're gonna rip the fence down and get on that side of the camp well yeah so i spent two days in there gathering cattle and it just it burned over 12 years ago i don't know if you guys ever rode through burned down timber but you can't you I mean you find a cow trail and that's about all you can ride on <clears throat> anyways let's found some cattle in there and went back and uh lost a yearling like took these cattle out locked them out went back for that yearling and you can hear some some stuff in there and uh the indians and it's it's true i've seen it the indians just kind of mess with us they'll take uh like top of your beer can get out grandma what are you doing i just fell for a minute yes it is like Hey, Grandma! Hey, let, let your grandma speak. Grandma, you. She, she's all her meds worse than Kanye is, okay? Man. Um, well, bring your grandma back for the Patreon uh, edition. Oh, dude, some of the stories that you'll hear from her, you, you'll want to bleach your damn head. I'm game. Uh, I'm I'm game. Uh, anyway, cow so, trail. Anyways, take, yes, go ahead. So, anyways, they'll take like a top of a beer can, you know, that little tab. Yeah, and they'll take fence fence staple and they'll nail that to the tree just so you get that little bit of jingling. Mm-hmm. And they'll nail it to a tree just so you get that little bit of you know you ride and you're like, what was that? And you know you'll and you, and you know I've seen three, three or four of them, right? They're just a staple with a beer tab nailed to the tree, and they just do that to mess with us. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. It's pretty great during the riding in there. I mean, you can't you can't see ten feet in front of you, ten feet behind you. So you're like, well, it could be a pack of wolves <laughs> trying to eat me, but who knows? I uh, 
that you know like i'm i'm always intrigued by like the sasquatch uh like myths but like all these sasquatch hunters that are on on youtube and and on tv i I don't buy any of those fuckers like i I don't i don't buy any of that but like my my father-in-law who like he's kind of out there type of fella but like when you hear him like he he swears he saw something resembling a squatch down on the river and up until the the day that he said he saw it like he was the guy that was like oh that fucking sasquatch that that's just a guy down there and then yeah what what he saw he swears up and down he's like that that was not so now he's like all into sasquatch and I don't know. I don't know. There's there's probably something to it because there's been plenty of 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 sightings, but also it's kind of it's kind of like the Trump uh, election stuff. I still haven't seen anything that convinces me either. Like I I, I believe there's probably something there, but I haven't seen anything to 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 like actually make me believe it. That's the best part about up here. You don't have to worry about anything like Sasquatch because oh, yeah. you have to pay people to live here anyways. And so it's <laughs> <getting> dry. <laughs> exactly. Like uh, that, that County I, I grew up in back of County, Colorado got rezoned to a, uh, a frontier area because there was nobody living there. And uh, <laughs> yeah. And plus like you're, you're going to see a Sasquatch from at least 20 miles away. <laughs> Like if they're that tall, you're going to see them. You're going to see them. Like I, like that's if, if shit really pops off, I'm not headed to the Hills. I'm headed to the plains because nobody's going out there. And if somebody's coming after me, I will goddamn sure see them coming. Like, I mean, the, the water might be a problem. <laughs> let, let, let's say the water might be a bit of an issue, but as far as straight security, there's no place more secure than, than the plains because you can see everybody coming. Desert's kind of the same way too. Uh, I, I mean, Utah is not a bad place to be if, uh, if shit pops off, like Brigham Young drilled it into their heads. Like if people are coming, we're burning everything behind us and we're headed to the Hills. Like those motherfuckers, they got sent out. Obviously, you know, I mean, what government wants them around. But yeah, there's like the amount of old people that have just like years and years of food just stocked up in their pantry. It's crazy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it's insane. I, Let's I would uh, go as far as to say that they are better than doomsday preppers. Oh yeah, for sure. They just didn't draw attention to themselves. Uh, let's talk about that when we. I got to take a leak, but let's let's call that for the regular episode. We've been shit. We've been almost two hours on the main. Um, but anyway, like this has been fun. Um, we're gonna take a break. But everybody else that uh, that doesn't pay for this shit, you probably should pay for this shit because it's a good time. Why not helping me shit. out? And uh, and and if you don't, well, you'll always wish you had. But thanks for tuning in, and uh, move your ass or burning daylight. You ease up in the saddle. It's frosty and first light. Your pony's walking on eggshells, and a chill runs down your spine. Just when you think you've stolen a ride, and the hair lays down on your neck. 
Both barrels blow as he leaves the ground. Welcome to the hurricane deck. And time stands still when you're sitting in the middle of the back of a bucking horse. Storm blows up out of thin air and it hits with a mighty force. Keep your mind in the middle leg on each side and you might avoid the wreck. He never felt you a world rock. Till you've ridden on the hurricane deck. Some folks never get it, some can't get enough Some of us feed on the danger and crave the adrenaline rush So we climb down in the buck and shoot, not just to win a check It's the thrill of the ride when they crack the gate And I'm back on the hurricane deck And time stands still when you're sitting in the middle of the back of a bucking horse Storm blows up out of thin air and it hits with a mighty force. Keep your mind in the middle leg on each side and you might avoid the wreck. Ain't never felt your world rock till you've ridden on the hurricane deck. In the middle of the back of a bucking horse Storm blows up out of thin air And it hits with a mighty force Keep your mind in the middle leg on each side And you might avoid the wreck Ain't never felt your world rock Till you've ridden on the hurricane deck Never felt your world rock Till you've ridden on the hurricane deck 